My name is Coach Joey Solowitz. I'm a certified health and wellness coach, and this is my unsolicited advice. Welcome to Unsolicited Advice with Coach Joey. This is Coach Joey. All right, first things first, a couple of notes. I recognize that the past three episodes' audio quality has been suboptimal, to say the very least. And if I'm being completely honest with you, it's because I recorded those episodes from my house in Phoenix, Arizona, as opposed to the studio I set up out in Portugal, where I actually live. And while recording in Phoenix, I was using a pair of studio headphones with an attached microphone, as opposed to a professional podcasting microphone. And I learned my lesson the hard way, that that does not result in the same level of audio quality. So my apologies if the intro and outro blasted your ears off while you had to turn the volume up to full blast to hear what I actually had to say in those previous episodes. I have since fixed the problem, and I am recording this episode right now on a studio microphone that my cousin was kind enough to gift to me. So thank you, Jamie, for the microphone. That has made my life here in Phoenix infinitely better as somebody who's trying to create quality content. Anyways, I promise you I'm learning as I go here, and podcasting like anything is an exercise in your willingness to be patient while working through your mistakes. I recorded those three episodes, and as I listened to them, I knew that they sounded terrible as I listened to them. And then I sat and had an internal dialogue with myself for the better part of 10 to 20 minutes about each episode. Do I re-record this? Do I say all these things over again, re-edit them, re-cut them so that I can have better audio quality? Or do I take the done is better than perfect mentality that I personally believe all of us should be taking when endeavoring on a new mission and just publish them as they are and acknowledge that I learned my lesson about recording on a crappier microphone. I opted for that option rather than re-recording and recutting and re-editing all of those. Anyways, enough about microphones, enough about the quality of the audio on these episodes. Hopefully today is better. Let's talk about something that I think is relevant. An idea I like to call extreme incrementalism. What is incrementalism? Well, incrementalism, as it would indicate, is the idea of making small and discrete changes toward a given numerical outcome. In other words, are we moving in one direction or another, positively or negatively, toward or away from an outcome? And is that happening quickly and fast? Or is it happening incrementally and slowly? Extreme incrementalism. Many of you know that I'm a health coach. That's how I make my living. I say that in almost every episode, partially as a marketing scheme. If you feel that you need support in your weight loss journey or your health and wellness journey, I'm here for you. And I get to work with a lot of amazing people. I get to work with a lot of hard chargers. I get to work with people who are business owners and doctors and lawyers and busy parents and effectively very high achieving people in their day-to-day life. And it's a fascinating thing thinking about how they got to where they are in their careers, these individuals who are amazing enough to let me work with them and help support them on their health and wellness journey. Because any one of these careers I just listed, or any other career for that matter, becoming a podcaster, for instance, you don't become a doctor by binging and quickly ingesting all of the material from medical school in a night, and then suddenly tomorrow you're an amazing doctor. You don't become a lawyer by busting through law school in a summer vacation. You don't lose 100 pounds by getting on the scale today to tomorrow and starving yourself and losing 100 pounds. All of these things happen via incremental change. 
And it's really easy for a lot of the individuals I get to work with to recognize this in their careers. And I think if you're listening to this right now, you can probably relate to this. Wherever you're sitting right now, whatever desk you're behind, whatever field you're proficient in, whatever course or education you're pursuing right now, you're getting to the finish line by virtue of incremental decisions over time. The incremental decision to show up to class instead of sleeping in. The incremental decision to study for a test instead of just winging it. The incremental decision to... Do well in school so you can have the hope of moving forward into college, into graduate school, into postgraduate school, into an internship, into potentially a residency, into potentially a job as whatever professional that you're trying to be. Incremental changes around the margins made consistently over time, lending themselves to this remarkable outcome that you're getting. You're achieving it. You're doing it. But if you were to wake up tomorrow, decide you wanted to do something, and have it the very next day, Would you get the same value from that thing? I would argue that you wouldn't. I would argue that making the incremental changes piece by piece, step by step over the long term is what ultimately forms you into the person who actually deserves to be and or have the thing that you're working toward. You're not going to appreciate it if you don't get it incrementally. You're not. Think about it. You're not going to appreciate it the same way if you get it overnight as you are if you put in the work incrementally to achieve it over time. And this logic makes sense. It makes sense in our jobs. It makes sense in raising our kids. It makes sense in so many capacities. But then I work with these clients and somehow it doesn't always make sense when we talk about our health and wellness. Listen, if you are sitting here right now and you're somebody who's carrying more body fat than you want, maybe you're carrying 20, 30, 40, 50, 100 extra pounds, could be the case. You didn't get to that point overnight. You didn't get to that point in a week's time. You got there incrementally. In fact, there's studies out there to support the statement that people will generally gain from the age, I think, 25 to 40 or something like that, will generally gain roughly half a pound to a pound and a half of body fat around the holiday season every year. And adjusted for time and between now and the next year, they don't lose that half a pound to a pound and a half, but they do gain the next half a pound to a pound and a half in the following holiday season incremental changes over time. At any one moment, a half a pound to a pound doesn't seem like that much, but you amalgamate that and extrapolate out for 20 years and suddenly you're 45 years old and you're carrying 20, 30, 40 extra pounds of body fat that incrementally came on over the course of 20 years. Incremental changes around the margins working you toward an outcome that is not ideal, that's suboptimal, and you barely even saw it happening while it was happening. And then one day you wake up and look in the mirror and you think to yourself, what on earth happened? How did I gain this weight? I can speak empirically about myself. That's exactly what happened to me. College, my early 20s, I was a fit guy. I worked out, I did karate, I lifted weights, I drank too much, but at least I didn't eat like a total asshole, as much as we can say for most college kids and dudes in their early 20s. I was a fit guy. And then one day I was 25 and I took my first desk job and next thing I knew, five, 10 years went by and I was 70 pounds heavier than I had been. Not necessarily even incremental. I was gaining at a rate of, you know, five to 10 pounds a year, but it was happening. And initially I barely even noticed it until one day I looked in the mirror and I was like, what on earth? Where did these 70 pounds come from? How come I can't see my belt below my belly anymore? How on earth did this happen? I didn't gain those 70 pounds in a week, a month, or even a year. It took roughly five years to gain them. And over any one of those years, I wouldn't have felt any massive change. But at the end of it, it was an incremental change that I was not proud of and I did not want for myself. The problem is, is that so many of us think that we are going to get out of that circumstance the exact opposite of the way that we got into it. We incrementally gained a pound or 10 pounds, whatever the number may be, a year, 
and that somehow inside of three months or 90 days or whatever fat blast marketing gimmick you're seeing on the internet these days, you're going to lose it all in less than half a year. So you're going to undo potentially five to 20 years worth of damage in a few months of explosive activity. And that is simply false. It's the wrong approach. We need to relearn the art of extreme incrementalism, of being comfortable with small changes over time that get us to a given outcome. And it's hard. It's hard to do. Because if you look at your kid growing up, you don't notice that they're growing, but their relative who only sees them once every two or three years will see the leap that they've made in between the last time they saw them and right now. When we are getting healthier, when we are making changes for the betterment of ourselves, we don't notice the discrete change at the moment. We don't notice the one little decision that we make to not order the fries, order the salad instead, or to go on that walk in the morning instead of sitting and drinking coffee and scrolling on your phone. We don't notice any difference in that moment on the scale, in our body composition, or our circumference measurements. But I'll tell you what. If you go on that walk every morning instead of drinking coffee and scrolling on your phone and you extrapolate that one or two extra miles of walking a day out over the course of one, two, maybe three years, that extreme level of incrementalism is going to lend itself to a massive result in the form of compound weight loss or, you know, as we all know in the finance world, compound interest lending itself to a better and bigger result every single time it compounds yet again. So how do we do this? How do we break things down to a smaller level to master this art of what I call extreme incrementalism. It starts with the macro. It starts with the big thing. You've always heard me talk about goal setting and how I, I'm, I'm to some degree allergic to the idea of hard goals. I want to lose 50 pounds. I want to get this degree. I want to do A, B, or C. I want to own this successful business because at the end of the day, the, the goal is no more than a wish list in the absence of an action list on how we're going to get there. I'm a huge fan of setting what I like to call behavior-based goals. And these behavior-based goals are broken down into this extreme incrementalist mindset that allow for an individual to make change over time time slowly, smallly, but assuredly toward the outcome that they want. I have a number of clients who will start my program, our program, I should say, as hard chargers. You know, they're going to come in and, and listen, if you're doing all of the things when you're working with me, it might add up to a lot. Maybe I do ask you to be working out four or five days a week in the gym, walking 10 to 15,000 steps a day, tracking all of your food in a food tracking application, meeting with me weekly, submitting a check-in to me weekly that I will then review and give you an opportunity to, to provide feedback on my review to, amongst many other things, managing your sleep, managing your schedule, et cetera, et cetera. If you look at all of those things, it sounds like a lot. And a lot of people will walk into the program thinking like, that's exactly what I'm going to do. Just tell me all the things you want me to do and I'm going to go do them. And that is the crash course mindset. That is the, I'm going to go all in right now and just get this all done as fast as I can mindset. And listen, sometimes that works. Sometimes we can go all in on something and get a great result super fast and learn along the way enough to maintain that result once we get there. But that sometimes from my experience is the exception, not the rule. What I end up having to communicate to these clients who within a usually, it's pretty much cut and dry, a few weeks who have bitten off way more than they could possibly chew by taking on all of these tasks at once, I have to figure out a way to communicate to the hard charging mindset that there's another way, that we can break this down into smaller incremental shifts over time that are going to result in them eventually being able to do all of these things, but it's not going to happen yet. It might not even happen in the next few months. It might take longer than that. And you know what? That's okay because extreme incrementalism ultimately is what's going to lend itself to the best and most long-term possible outcome that you can achieve. 
So we might take that client who says they want to go do five strength training workouts plus 15,000 steps a day and say to them, listen, why don't we just commit to 10 minutes of treadmill time a day, five days a week, period. That's it. If that's too much, maybe we commit to five minutes a day of walking around the block and coming back inside five days a week, and that's it. The point being that it's teaching that individual simply how to show up, not how to work out, not how to be the best strength trainer, not how to do the best overhead press or become the fastest runner or the best distance power walker, but simply teaching them the art of showing up for themselves, making that incremental change away from being somebody who shows up for everybody but themselves toward being somebody who actually shows up for themselves, even if it's in the form of five to 10 minutes a day. That might be the incremental shift that that individual needs that becomes the impetus for larger increments over time. But it has to start somewhere. So as I expound upon this idea of extreme incrementalism, I have a question for you, the listener, who hopefully is still with me right now. And if you are 12 minutes into this episode, I thank you for humoring my diatribe on this topic. But I ask you, what is it that you're focused on right now? Or what goal do you have that you maybe haven't set out to achieve yet, even though you wish you had, even though you've been wanting to for a while? What is it? I'm sure you can think of something. I know that you have something that you would like to achieve in between now and say a year from now. Maybe it feels overwhelming. Maybe it feels like it's more than you could possibly get done. But the question I have for you is, How could you apply this mindset of extreme incrementalism toward that goal in the form of a behavior today that would more than likely start walking you toward that goal at a minimum walking toward it? Maybe not at the fastest pace, maybe not as fast as you think you should be going, but quite frankly, that's completely subjective. That's coming from you, the pace you think you should be moving. The reality is, is as long as you're walking toward the goal at a pace that's reasonable and will eventually get you there, then that's the fastest pace you need to be moving at. That's my hard opinion. I'll give you an example from a personal experience. Earlier this year, at the beginning of this calendar year, here as I sit here in August of 2023, it became a requirement that I achieve a certain certification. And I looked at the certification requirements. I went online and it, it was overwhelming. I looked at the textbook. I looked at the cost. I looked at what I perceived to be the time commitment and the timeline that you needed to re- complete the certification once you signed up for it. And I got overwhelmed. So what did I do? Here I am sitting here giving you advice on how to be an extreme incrementalist. I put it off. It was January of 2023 and I was like, I'll deal with that later. That's too much right now. I did nothing. Well, I sat on it January, February, March, part of April. And now I'm suddenly four months into the 12-month calendar year with an objective to have this course done inside of the year. And I've literally done nothing. This was in April, four months ago. I finally said, okay, extreme incrementalism. What's something I can do right now? clicking the purchase button. That's it. Click the purchase button. So I opened the website and I clicked the purchase button, entered my email and personal information for the course, and the course showed up in my inbox. One small incremental change. From there, I had access to the full textbook. I took a quick look at it. I read the table of contents. I saw how many chapters there were, 24 to be specific. And I thought to myself, okay, how can I break this down into the smallest component part to be sure that I get this done in the next six months? And I thought to myself, well, if I can get through two chapters a week, that will likely put me done in roughly three months. So I set a 30-minute time block aside on my calendar a day. I think that all of us can find 30 minutes a day. If you think that you can't, I challenge you to look at your calendar a little bit more closely and figure out where time is getting wasted. Hint, hint, scrolling on social media. 30 minutes a day. 
of extreme targeted focused activity. I read the book 30 minutes a day. That's it. And to be totally honest with you, even if I had more time available in that day, I still stopped at 30 minutes simply to set the behavior of being somebody who read my textbook for 30 minutes a day. 30 minutes a day, five days a week. Here I sit just shy of four months later, and I just finished the textbook this week. The only thing I have left to do is put a few hours of study time in and schedule the test. The certification will hopefully be done by September. Now, I could have taken the opposite approach. I could have waited until November to start and then had to read a 24-page textbook inside of a month and a half and taken the test to get the certification done inside of a year. But had I taken that approach, what would have been the result? I would have crash coursed the textbook. I would have gotten less out of it. I would have stressed myself out. And I would have ultimately probably still achieved the certification. But having taken away far less from it than I was able to by simply targeting a half an hour of focused, dedicated, explosive energy into that thing for one half hour a day. Extreme incrementalism walked me toward this outcome, even though I already had a heaping and overwhelming plate as it was. So what's something that you're putting off right now? What's something you want to achieve but you haven't walked toward yet? Or what's something that you're trying to achieve already but you're trying to bite off too much of at any one given time? How could you take this extreme incrementalist's mindset, turn it into incremental parts that you can be sure are achievable on a given day, a given moment, a given hour, a given minute, and go get that thing done? Go be an extreme incrementalist. I promise you, it will take you further than being of somebody who tries to binge and crash course your way through life. As always, I hope this episode was helpful for you. Let me know what you think about it by leaving a review, share it with your friends, and honestly, I appreciate you listening. I'm looking forward to seeing you next week. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you found value in what we talked about here today, please make sure to subscribe to the show leave a review, and most importantly, share it with somebody else who you think might enjoy listening. Thanks again.